Chart Chat is a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello, everybody. It's Monday, December 11th, 2017. I'm Tanner Green. And I'm Caitlin Flay. And you're listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. Caitlin, what's up? It was Kanye West last week, and it's Megan Trainer this week. That is a decided uh, decline. I'm, <laughs> I'm very sorry for you. My current scholarly output has me in need of this podcast. And also in need of a computer that doesn't break so yes. much, I hear. Yes, my life. And surprisingly, I've been very calm through it all. That's a good, that's a good attitude to have. It is. How are you? Attempting to remain calm through it all. We'll <laughs> say that. There's a lot to do. There's always a lot to do. Yeah. But as always, there are the chart debuts. It almost rhymes. Hmm. Debuting at number 100 in the US. You got Shakira featuring Nicky Jam with Pero Fiel. I can't. Good. I cannot roll my tongue, so I can't do the double R. <laughs> Debuting at number 99 is Chloe Kohansky with Total Eclipse of the Heart. Debuting at number 98, there's Kelsey Ballerini with Legends. Debuting at number 86, it's Crippy Kush by Faruko, Nicki Minaj, Bad Bunny, 21 Savage, and Russian. Debuting at number 52, there's Codeine Dreaming by Kodak Black featuring Lil Wayne. And debuting at number 28, it's Mic Drop by BTS featuring Designer. Caitlin, what's happening? All right. Couple different things over in the UK. All right. We have at number 94, Alan Walker featuring Noah Cyrus with Digital Farm Animals with All Falls Down. At number 80, we have Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds with It's a Beautiful World. At number 71, we have another Noel Gallagher and the High Flying Birds with She Taught Me How to Fly. At number 67, there's Post Malone's Candy Paint. At 53, there's Steel Bangles featuring Youngin, Mostak, Mr. Easy, and Notes, all artists that have been featured on this podcast before, uh, with their song Bad. At number 47, we have Little Mix, Is Your Love Enough? At number 46, we have BTS Mic Drop. At 25, we have Craig David featuring Bastille with I Know You. And finally, number 11, we have James Arthur and his song, Naked. Oof. Oof. Had a lot this week on the UK side. Not so much over here. Mm. But over here, what I want to start with first is Legends by Kelsey Ballerini, which sounds a little something like this. We didn't do it for the fame of the glory. Oh, 
Okay, so that is the lead single from Ballerini's second album, Unapologetically, uh, that released uh, back in November, like November 3rd or something like that. A little bit of background on Ballerini. She is a country pop singer from Tennessee, uh, possibly best known for her track from last year called Peter Pan. Uh, That song topped the country charts and also peaked at number 35 in the Hot 100. Uh, But even beyond that... um, Within the past couple years, she has racked up three other top 10 country hits and two top 10 country albums. Uh, As for Legends in particular, currently at number 20 on the Hot Country Songs chart, still climbing. Um, And if I had my druthers, it would continue to climb because I am rather fond of the song. Uh, Perhaps unsurprisingly, a lot of that is because of the production. Um, The chorus in particular, we were talking a little bit during the break. very expansive, very sweeping. Uh, halfway through the chorus, you get uh, these tom fills in the drums mm-hmm. that kind of go back and forth between the channels that help yeah. create that sense of uh, space. Um, you've, you know, you've still got little bits of mandolin and guitar that kind of poke through, um, and those are kind of the clearest markers that this is still something in the orbit of country, um, which you might not get otherwise by listening to the rest of the song. Um, and again, just that sense of breadth, um, again, with a drum placement. The snare you've got in the chorus, it's like slightly panned right. But then on the other hand, the hi-hat is like super far left. Um, and the way, so yeah, the way things are placed uh, is really inviting. And on top of that, ballerina's voice is super inviting. She's super flexible in her singing. You know, there are parts where she has those high notes on gave me, where mm. her voice gets super airy. Uh, mm. you know, a little, little more sensitive, a little more vulnerable. And then there are parts like the end of the verses where she gets a little more forceful because, you know, you want to build up that energy before you hit the chorus. Um, it's a, it's a really nice little song. It's, it's cool. I, uh, it makes me want to listen to more of her. Um, I've heard good things from, from other people about her and, uh, I'm starting to see what they mean. Caitlin? Yeah, my comment, um, as I always like to go to TV and movies and make comparisons and fit things together, I mentioned um, the movie Spirit from a while ago. It's a horse movie. It's animated. (laughs) That's that's all you need to say. It's it's a horse movie, you know. And this could be like the title track instead of Brian Adams, like whatever Brian Adams song it was. I would take this probably over whatever Brian Adams song it was. Fantastic. So if Disney is doing any more horse movies, if they're in the work, consider this song. Well, I mean, I've seen way too many trailers for a movie about a bull, I think, Ferdinand or whatever. Oh, yeah. And the music is a really bad version of Surf and Bird, except it's furred is the word. (laughs) Anyway, that has nothing to do with anything. That was my only comment. There we go. Tangent, as always. Apparently, I had that comment as well. Um, (laughs) So with that, we're going to move on. (laughs) The other track I want to talk about... um, similar to last week's uh, Faking It. There are a whole bunch of people involved in this, so I want to dedicate some time, and that is Crippy Kush. Um, Before playing the clip, I want to give a little bit of background because we've got a lot of people in here and a decent number of these people, this is their first time in the Hot 100. So, first off, you have Faruko. He's a singer slash rapper from Puerto Rico. 
he's one of the ones where this is his first time in the Hot 100, but um, he's hardly a newcomer to the music industry. Um, within the past three years, he's racked up six top ten hits on the Latin songs chart. Uh, one of them was a song called 6AM, uh, where he was featured, uh, 6AM being a song by J Balvin, who listeners might remember the song Mi Gente earlier. Mm-hmm. That's J Balvin, so a little bit of a connection there. Second off, we have Bad Bunny. Uh, listeners might remember Mayores uh, yeah. with Becky G, which I'm still pulling for as a sleeper hit knock on wood it, it, it dipped down to like number 80 this oh, no. past week so i'm a little sad about that but bad bunny um he's a newcomer this is basically his first year uh in the music industry writ large and he's doing pretty well for himself so far <laughs> he has uh 13 songs that have hit the top 40 of the hot latin songs chart this year nice four of them have hit the top 10 um and once again, this is his second Hot 100 entry after Mayores. Um, and then finally, you have Russian, who's the producer on the track, doesn't sing. Um, but he's from Jamaica, um, has worked with a bunch of dance hall artists, um, and as well as beyond that uh, genre. Caitlin's giving me a look because she knows that one of those uh, artists is Dizzy Rascal. Yes! Her all-time fave. <laughs> uh, also, Sean Paul um, and some other names that... I saw and was like, these are supposed to be big names in dance hall, but I don't know anything about dance hall. Mm, sad. So now that there's that background out of the way, going to play a clip. So the first voice you're going to hear in this clip is Bad Bunny. The second voice is Faruko. <laughs> There are a lot of things I love about this track. I love both of their voices, both Bad Bunny's and Faruko's. I love Faruko's triplets that he switches into in the second uh, half of his verse. I love his occasional melodic jumps up to a kind of falsetto and the way that that mirrors uh, a similar jump in the chorus. And here at the end of 2017, I still love this style of production. (laughs) Earlier this morning, I was watching the music video that just came out from Motorsport Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, no, this production's pretty good. And similarly listening to this, I'm like, yeah, no, this style of production is everywhere but it's still really good. I'm way into it. Um, so with that being said, the original version of this had those three, Bad yeah. Bunny, Faruko, Russian. That video has over 500 million views on YouTube. What? Which makes it a pretty good candidate for attaching names with even bigger star power like the two that get added on the remix that hit the charts. And those two people are our good friends, Nicki Minaj and 21 Savage. Oh, uh, I know. Nicki has the first verse, which, you know, makes sense. Um, unsurprisingly, it's a really good verse. 21 has the last verse. And also, unsurprisingly, guess what? It's really good. Um, 
for time's sake, I don't think I can I can squeeze those uh, those verses in, but you should go look it up, dear listener, because it's a cool song all around, and I hope that it keeps climbing. So now that I have brought some positivity and sunshine with my two tracks, I'm going to throw it over to Caitlin. Oh, was that implying that I'm not bringing sunshine and positivity? No, that's more implying that I might not be bringing sunshine and positivity to some of the tracks that you will be talking about. <laughs> Noted. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to play for you a couple clips from Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, It's a Beautiful World. a very short clip because i'm going to play one later of it's a beautiful world so i should first mention who noel gallagher is you may not have heard his name separately from the band he was in previously right. oasis who is world renowned so um this band noel gallagher's high flying birds formed in 2010 uh noel's brother liam gallagher is now kind of going off on his own and having a solo career um at a concert in france i uh, i forget when this is my sister will hate me because she is an oasis trivia nerd (laughs) um the brothers had a fight minutes before they were going on to perform a show of course they did and Noel Gallagher stormed out. Liam Gallagher smashed his brother's guitar. And minutes later, um, an announcement was sent out. Oh, I quit from Oasis. Never again. I wonder how their like family holiday parties are. They sound like mature adults. Yeah. For sure. I, I feel like it would be a lot of fun and a lot of good vibes. <laughs> um, I am a huge Oasis fan. Uh, this song in particular kind of reminds me of like shoegazing pop like the stone roses a little bit of uh radiohead vibes i'm getting so not much has changed in terms of the vibe he's going for that he maybe took away from oasis um and when we get to the chorus the other clip that i'm going to play for you now we get a little bit of you too i think uh so let me know what you think Okay, so that was clip two with the maybe U2 inspired chorus there. Things I like about the song, uh, the really punctuating bass, um, it's kind of prominent throughout. It's a little bit different, I guess, than Oasis's (laughs) previous output. (laughs) Um, Also, I like the chimes at the end. I think it's always cool when artists add chimes. Uh, The echo throughout the song is really cool. At first, I only noticed it on the vocals and then further listening led me to like it's everywhere it's everywhere and it's super cool um it's a really different kind of pop song there's nothing i find totally objectionable about it in terms of a pop song it's really different in how it's structured i guess and how at points in the song it kind of 
dips away and it leads you to believe that it's over. And then at one point towards the end of the song, there's a part in spoken French that is random. I don't know why or how it fits, but it just brings the song back to life and they kind of go on and keep this monotonous kind of background um, or instrumental track. Um, I also really like the lyrics and Tanner will probably disagree with me on this. Noel Gallagher, in my opinion, is one of the best lyricists in the 20th, late 20th, 21st century. I'm constantly like blown away by the simplicity and the pureness and the absurdness and the repetitiveness all of these like descriptors of what he comes up with in his I guess compositions we'll say um an example of this would be champagne supernova from his past like oh Tanner hasn't heard this okay I know I actually know very little Oasis beyond of course Wonderwall that's that's about the extent of my knowledge oh man you have to do some listening you're gonna have to educate me I will okay so the chorus of that one goes um someday you will find me Someday you will find me caught beneath the landslide. The champagne supernova in the sky. It makes no sense. It's so weird. <laughs> Yet, this song is canonic in like both pop and rock like history. And I'm in no way trying to claim that his new stuff with Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds is like anywhere near that, but I can see where it fits in. Hmm. So just check out this like lyrical take. Mm-hmm. Um, so in verse two, he sings, wipe away the tear that only comes with peace. Wipe it with a rose of love you saw was falling on the leaves. Do it like a dance. Do it for a while. But when it's gone, you know, it's gone. You walk another mile. And then the chorus comes in after that. It's a beautiful dream, a beautiful night. It's a beautiful world when we dance in the light. All that is real and all that is mine is right. It's almost like like poetry there's a nice rhythmic quality to it yeah and just the mirroring in terms of themes that's going on like with dancing and light and things like this um i think is really cool and really thoughtful if we're turn like turning things around from last week in my lyrical crises <laughs> oh yeah yeah so that's what i wanted to highlight this week tanner do you want to tell us why you hate this song i mean i definitely don't hate it um that would that would suggest a level of emotional investment that I cannot summon towards the song. <laughs> I told you when I first listened to it a couple of days ago that partway through the song, I forgot I was listening to anything and thinking about it more, listening to what you've been saying. I think my core frustration is that I kind of wish it wasn't trying to be a song mm. or a pop slash rock song. Um, because so much of the production, as you pointed out, is very focused on vibe and that vibe being something that is supposed to be kind of spacey, kind of ethereal. I think the production does that so well that the songness of it kind of gets lost for me. Hence a big shrug. Oh, that's okay. It's okay. Okay. Moving on to my last song we have, Is Your Love Enough? Little Mix. Is your love enough? Don't mind it I can't 
Is your love enough? Little mix, little little background on little uh. mix. <laughs> um, they're a British girl group formed in 2011, and they formed during uh, the UK show The X Factor, uh, kind of like The Voice here. Um, they were the first group to win the competition, and they're signed right now to Simon Cowell's label. Um, an interesting little statistic for you. Little Mix released their debut album called DNA in 2012, and that peaked inside the top 10 in 10 different countries, including the UK and the US. And that gave Little Mix the title, other than the Pussycat Dolls, um, to reach the top or the US top five with their debut album and all of this stuff. It's pretty excellent for them. Um, The last, I think, British girl group to note would be the Spice Girls. Um, I can't think of one in between. Can you, Tanner? I mean, Bewitched were Irish or something like mm-hmm. that, and they they had a little little streak of popularity back in the '90s. But and hmm. yeah, in terms of sustained success, I can't, I can't think of any over on on this side of the Atlantic. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I couldn't either. But yeah. um, they don't sound like a British group which is very interesting. They have a kind of, like this song in particular that I just played has this like Shape of You vibe, Ed Sheeran vibe. Sure. Obviously along with a Fifth Harmony type of girl group energy and then a really fast reggaeton beat. Like it's actually really rapid. And when I started listening to the beat and not their singing, I was like, oh my gosh, this is fast. And it's, because usually you get the kind of laid back dance all dun, 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 mm-hmm. and this one is like dun, 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 and you're like oh <laughs> man okay um but the vocals kind of provide a kind of balance on this track and i guess maybe divert the listener's attention away from that rapid beat and it balances out nicely i mm-hmm. think in my opinion um my computer just decided to update so give me a second nice so all that being said the only thing that I could kind of put my finger on in terms of why I love this song so much is this C minor pentatonic scale. If you guys remember my favorite song in the history of the podcast, I Miss You, Julia Michaels, Clean Bandit, also uses the C minor pentatonic scale in the beginning of the song, just like Little Mix does. And I absolutely, like, I just become entranced by this. And I think it's something to do with the key. I think it's actually something to do with those literal notes. It's the key to your heart. It is. Like, oh, (laughs) man. It just has this effect on me. And affect, I should say, on me. Like, I literally love it so much. And 
I need to look up more songs that are in the key of C minor and see if this, I guess. If it holds. Or, yeah, or that use the C minor pentatonic scale, I should say, and see if my theory holds. Because right now, I'm just like, there's no other reason why I like this song. I've hated every other Little Mix song ever. And then this song comes out with, na 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 which is just C, D, E flat. And you're, I was like, oh man, I love this. <laughs> there is no other reason. So there you have it. That's my contribution this week. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Sadly, I don't have anything to contribute because that song also just kind of went in one ear and out the other. But <laughs> I appreciate your enthusiasm. Yay. And I'm going to ask you to keep up that enthusiasm as you please introduce the pick of the week. We'll see. The pick of the week is Mic Drop. BTS. Yeah! <laughs> Baby, watch your mouth and come back around. Once upon a time, we learn how to fly. Go look at your mirror, same damn clothes. You know how I feel? Yeah, hang on. How many hours do we fly? I keep on swimming on the cloud. Down on the mountain, down on the path. Every day we vibing, mic drop bam. Mic drop BTS. This song is featured in both charts this week for obvious reasons, I think. Tanner is just like in a state of ecstasy right now, like eyes closed, smiling slightly. It's because if I start talking about how much I love this song, I might not stop. So I'm going to let you say what you need to say first. <laughs> sure. All I need to say about this song is that I got really strong Black Widow vibes, especially in that pre chorus. Yeah. Like, clap, 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 clap. Um, that's another song Tanner absolutely adores. Sure is. And overall, it's a really catchy song. And I'm really impressed by this Korean, right? The Korean BTS group. Yep. Just consistently i think topping the charts now or not topping the charts but getting pretty far up in the u.s and uk charts um i'm gonna hand it over to tanner because he's like rearing to go <laughs> all right here we go so bts we know them uh at least in a mainstream sense because earlier they had their song dna that was kind of like lukewarm on but i was like okay they might they might have some cool stuff um they are obscenely popular worldwide known for having a particularly ravenous following online. And this song, uh, somewhat confusingly, there are two versions of this remix. Uh, mm -hmm. One of them does not have a verse by designer, and one of them does have a verse by designer. Designer, of course, uh, known most for his hit, Panda. Mm. Um, Panda, Panda, Panda. Which Panda. is a really good song, um, which uh, is better than his verse here. Um, we're not going to play any of it because... <laughs> Not honestly, of your time, dear yeah. Listener. I mean, honestly, when I heard that song, the first thing I thought of was Jay Z's verse at the beginning of Umbrella, mm. and the reason for that is 
for Jay Z's verse at the beginning of Umbrella, it's like it's like he's introducing Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Rihanna had already had a couple of hits before Umbrella, but Umbrella was the one that just like completely took off. And you have to imagine that on some level they knew that, mm-hmm. and so they wanted to attach someone who had a, a huge career. Obviously, designer is no Jay Z, so the comparison doesn't entirely hold. But similarly. In the remix with the designer verse, the designer verse re- replaces the bulk of the song that is in Korean. Mm. Most of the chorus and the rest of the verses uh, are in English. There's the exception of the outro, which is back to Korean. Um, but you have almost this, again, this rap verse at the beginning that's sort of a way to ease people in. Mm-hmm. And by people, I mean US listeners that by, might be more suspicious of a K pop group. Mm-hmm. And then once you get drawn in, you are hopelessly ensnared by how good the song is. And I'm gonna try to condense what I think is so brilliant about the song. On one hand, it's giving me like DJ Snake turned down for what vibes Mm -hmm. with that vocal modulation hook in the bass. It is, that itself is super catchy. And then on top of that, the chorus so, I mean, you have the pre-chorus where you get the Black mm-hmm. Widow, the, the the clapping, it's amazing, it's it's perfect, it's beautiful. And then the chorus starts with that vocal ascent, mm-hmm. and then there's a rest, and then in that rest you have, you know, the snare hit in the beat. Mm-hmm. But because there's that rest in the vocal line, that first snare hit just comes in so hard, and it just makes me want to get up and just like, Ah, punch a wall punch a, but in a good way like in a like ah so much energy um and that's kind of weirdly offset by how distant and kind of muffled the uh the spoken like mic drop bit is mm-hmm. in the chorus um and it's just i last night i probably listened to the song at least 10 times in a row um i watched the performances on jimmy kimmel and ellen the ellen one is better but they're both good because they're very good at dancing and music and everything so uh i'm gonna stop there because it's a little embarrassing perhaps to be this enthralled no it's it's i haven't been this in love with the pop song in a while and i'm just gonna leave it there that's why it's our pick of the week pick of my life (laughs) Uh, pick of my life i love it uh, well everyone while tanner recovers thanks so much for listening to chart chat your weekly trophy in the bag if you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts you can find youtube and spotify playlists in the show notes and if you have any questions feedback or corrections you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at ChartChatCast and on Instagram at ChartChat. Also, if any of you feel so generous, consider rating and reviewing us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps us find new listeners and we'd very much appreciate it. Chart Chat's intro theme was written by Peter Kelly and our cover art made by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. 
Thanks again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Tanner. And we'll catch you next Monday. Broken, it's broken. <laughs> and there's our our blooper of the day. Uh, <laughs> broken spench. <laughs>